Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Hi, Dwayne. Hi, Todd. How you doing? I'm all right. You just say hi to each other like three times in an hour <laughs> recording these podcasts. So today... Um, uh, our, our topic is uh, tips for motivating yourself. And this is this is big. I think a lot of clients talk about feeling unmotivated or having a great deal of difficulty motivating themselves. Mm-hmm. You, you hear this a lot. I just feel so unmotivated. Right. Uh, really struggle with motivation. Um, what kind of what kind of disorders is this kind of linked to? Do you think? Um, I'm not sure if there's. Like some One. concrete disorders. I kind of see this across disorders. Yeah, I guess you're right. Depression comes, stands out to me. Though, sure, one, sure. Where there's just a lot of uh, in, in the general malaise and feeling of depression. It doesn't lend itself well for being very motivated sometimes. Sure. Um, but I think you're right. It's, it's it's more of a human issue than a than a specific disorder. Yeah. Yeah. What are your tips for feeling motivated or motivating oneself? Um, I kind of want to erase that feeling motivated <laughs> versus motivating oneself. <laughs> yeah. One's more what a feeling, a state versus an, an action, a verb. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure I use that. Um, one is I think, um, and again, these are just tips to kind of start out with. Right. Um, but one is being clear around like what your values are. What are the things that really biggies, right? Big things that are important to you in your life. Because if you think about it, right, when you go about life, there are arguably endless of thing, a number of things that you can do that may bring you pleasure, may be fun and exciting and enjoyable, right? But some of them, however, as you do them, um, may not actually be meaningful, right? Mm. I could sit there and I could really enjoy the heck out of binging on the latest show for, you know, all day long. Um, but it may not be meaningful to me in the grand scheme of things that that's mm-hmm. how I spent my weekend. Um, so I think one is really kind of uh, stepping back and really clarifying and re-clarifying, like, what are my values here? What are some really big ticket items that are really important to me that I want to um, be guided by, principles to live by, um, and and try to uh, take actions in, in, in accordance, right, in, in, in accordingly, Um uh, yeah, because what may feel good now and satisfying, exciting now may not be meaningful. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, a you know, what, it, it's interesting because a lot of clients and, and, and a lot of us can really define what we, what we'd like to be doing or, or, or what we want. Um, uh, and, and we don't realize that next week or tomorrow we might feel very differently. Right. Um, not as motivated, not as energetic about those goals. Right. Um, so you're saying really kind of define what those what those values or what the important meaningful things are to you. Right. Uh, that can help kind of uh, motivate you towards behaviors that would bring those things about. Sure. Because part of motivation is 
and um, there's an affective emotional component to it, right? Part of that experience. Mm-hmm. And exactly like you said, it waxes and wanes, it changes, it's all of that, right? And so if you rely upon a feeling that is by nature, like short-lived and temporary and, and ever-changing, ephemeral, right? That um, um, relying upon that feeling to then do something, to take action, well, now you have an unreliable marker, an unreliable tool, right, um, to 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 guide your behavior. Yeah. But instead, if you um, regularly come back to what are the big principles, big things that are important to me, um, then that's more stable, more that they're constants, right, um, and therefore more re- more reliable, dependable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's great advice. You know, I hear a lot of clients when they talk about this um, – uh, talking about that struggle where you, let's just throw out like a, someone's wanting to start a, a kind of an exercise routine. Um, and so they decide that they, they really, it's important to them to be healthier. They really want to move towards those goals. Mm-hmm. And then Monday morning comes and they're like, uh, right. I, mean, I don't feel like I want to go to the gym. And, and that discrepancy about how they felt when they defined the the value or, or what they right. wanted and and when it the rubber hit the road and it was time to go to the gym it's like oh i just didn't feel the same way and didn't go and then they're upset with themselves right ah right. oh, what's wrong with me why didn't i feel like i wanted to go why didn't i feel like that um and so yeah a lot of clients will talk about how when they set their um their goals or find that value boy does the feeling change right um right a lot and they base it on upon that feeling yeah. that is inevitably going to change <laughs> for sure for sure and that's one of my tips usually is once you've defined what you wanted um don't enter, enter, entertain conversations about how you feel right right so monday morning if you wake up and you just start going through the like oh man i'm so tired and I don't know where, I don't know, oh, I just don't want to, I don't feel like going. And you have that conversation for an hour. The chances of you actually getting out the door are pretty slim. Right. Yeah. And so often uh, I'll have clients set goals and then really prepare for that conversation in their head where they're like, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And just ignoring those conversations a lot, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, not having those those conversations in their mind, kind of almost like a don't think how, don't don't think about how you feel, right? Don't think about how you feel, <laughs> and so you know they're putting their shoes on and they're like, oh no, oh I'm not thinking about how I feel. I'm just doing this thing mm-hmm. uh, because often those conversations, those long drawn out conversations about how they feel, end up thwarting that that goal or that behavior. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so that, that, that's one mind. of my tips is don't think about how you feel about it. There don't dwell on it. Don't dwell. Because yeah. you, you, you will feel like, oh, I want to go right now. I'm tired or Definitely. it's too cold or whatever. But it's more of it's going to be there, but not make the decision based upon that, but more of just the bigger picture yeah. value. Yeah, almost like a don't worry about how you feel once that time comes. Right. Yeah. But because, man, is that a, a, a lot of people get hung up in how they feel. Mm-hmm. Right there, right, th- right in that moment, which is usually kind of what stymies progress over and over and over again. Right, is is feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's another one of your tips for motivating yourself? Um, another is maybe having some really meaningful, powerful, like exemplary 
images or instances of success in the past um, as well as non-success, right? Um, and they, and what I mean by powerful is that so that it, it's poignant to you, so that it's pertinent, so that it's enough to then say, hey, remember how you felt then? Mm. Felt terrible. Let's not do that right now, right? Save yourself, spare yourself from that right now. Similarly, on the flip side, having a really salient example of, hey, remember that time when you like um, overlooked how you felt and your diffidence and your doubt um, of self and you did it anyway imagine the you know remember the feeling of how empowered you felt and how proud etc mm. right bring that to mind as as complementary <laughs> mm -hmm. um, um, uh, forces or ways to kind of keep you on track mm -hmm. right so that you can be more deliberate around what am I about to do or not do right now Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think that oftentimes people have in the abstract like, oh, I, I should do this differently or I should do this healthy, you know, helpful thing. But those remain abstract. Mm -hmm. So to offset or overcome that natural, you know, um, um, bias in our information uh, processing system wherein if it's just so general it doesn't translate into action right to uh, so to offset that or to overcome um, that is to actually create um, uh, memorable examples of success or non-success as a way to like keep you oh, I steady like that. I like that I, I often do a note card to mm -hmm. I'll have clients in their own writing kind of write themselves a note for that moment where they're like, oh, I don't want to do this, you know, with those kinds of sentiments. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that they can kind of pull that not note card out. It's their handwriting that says, mm -hmm. come on, remember yep. this feeling that yep. you had? Remember this this uh, last time you went to the gym, how great you felt walking out? Or, you know, the last time you um, spoke assertively to that coworker about this issue or whatever it was to, mm -hmm. um, because, man, some of those feelings can, can – uh, uh, fade into the backdrop sure. if you're yep. not aware. So I, I, I like that, right? But I also take the uh, next step of actually getting them to really fill in the details, make it as like illustrative, mm -hmm. detailed, poignant of an example as possible. So then it's that much more attention grabbing and mm -hmm. therefore can serve as a powerful deterrence from doing something unhelpful as well as an, an encourager <laughs> yeah. um, 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 of doing what you want to do ultimately. Yeah. I like those. I, I've, I've had clients who have even created like, um, uh, I think they call them like vision boards or something like mm -hmm. that of things that they kind of really want or changes they want to bring about. And, and that visual reminder of, of um, maybe the values and reasons mm -hmm. why you're pursuing those things, especially in those moments where you're in that decision-making process about do I or don't I, right. th those can be really motivating. Mm -hmm. I think at times. Yep. Yeah. And so it's kind of like similar to the go back to your values, right? As a constant, reliable um, uh, source of guidance, right? So same thing here. Like, no, you have these concrete, absolute examples of what not to do. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. what to do, right? Yeah. So um, that can keep you steady. Yeah. You know, one, one of my tips is so... Um, it, 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 it seems so kind of cart in the horse where um, behavior is super motivating. So, you know, and we use, Nick and I would always use the gym example. It's a really easy one. But once you get through the doors of the gym and you're there, it, most everything just kind of takes care of itself at that point, mm -hmm. you know, most of the time. Um, and so I often just uh, prompt my clients to really just act rather than think, right? right. Just do. 
because the behavior in and of itself is just so motivating as you get as you get going mm. you know um because as you act it it connects occasions. you to that reinforcement i think it okay. connects you to that meaning and and so a lot of clients are you know they they really struggle with with motivation because they feel like it's something they need before they act right and i think motivation is often built by the acting right you know that that once you can start moving and start um pursuing those goals that is what kind of sustains and builds motivation to continue right um rather than waiting to be motivated until uh, in order to be able to do something, it's kind of like start doing that thing right. and you'll become more and more motivated yep. to continue. Yeah, because you're generating the positives. You're generating the payoffs. You're generating the, right. you know, um, the rewards. And then it's the rewards that you go, oh, I'll do more of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. If you're waiting to then have some, be stirred and spirited in some way, yeah. you're probably going to be waiting. You might be waiting for a yeah. while. Yeah, and, and a lot of my clients, you know, we, we kind of have that discussion of the cart and the horse at that point where they feel like, wait, this has to come first and then this. And and I often am, am really arguing the opposite, that motivation is usually a product of action and not uh, a prerequisite for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Uh, slightly different but similar to that is confidence too, right? Like I want to feel confident yeah. first. I have to have that confidence first before I can go back to school, before I can take that job, before I date that person, whatever it is, right? But same thing, you, you, you do. And yeah. then you generate proof to say that, hey, okay, it's hard, but I did it, so maybe I can. That's That's the ingredient for the perception, the experience, the feeling of confidence, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Do. Just do. Yeah. Act. Yeah. And 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 usually that I think um most of the times once you've shown up, the the hard part's over. Mm-hmm. With a lot of things. Um yeah. a lot of a lot of things the initial uh resistance seems to be in the in the anticipation of mm-hmm. rather than the doing. So reminding clients of that is something I do frequently. Any mm-hmm. other tips? Um, that's, that's, those were the two I we'll got. start of. there. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, start there. Good. Hey everyone, Dwayne and I really appreciate you listening to our podcast. Please rate us on iTunes and follow us on Instagram. And if you have any questions or comments or topic ideas that you'd like us to consider, please let us know in the comment section or in a comment on Instagram. Thank you. Bye.